American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20. Lumos. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Shell Cottage Radio. I'm your host, Ezra, a.k.a. Bill, also known as your friendly tech wizard and former captain of the Hufflepuff Quidditch team, the flannel wizard, yours truly, me. Please welcome your lovely design witch, the fascination of fourth year, and my wonderful co-host and yours, Lottie, a.k.a. Fleur. Hello. Schön, dass ihr da seid. Willkommen zurück to our little cottage on the outskirts of Tinworth. Come on in. This is the 31st episode of Shell Cottage Radio, in which we will discuss Chapter 6 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Gilderoy Lockhart. Lockhart, yeah, yeah. Before we fire up today's discussion, we have a special announcement to make mm, for mm. our catch-up, because... We have some creative juices flowing, right? Yeah, we have like a business meeting. I think it's Gilderoy who really uh, brought this out of us, yeah. quite frankly. Um, With his charming he, smile. Let's think, hold on, just before we make the special announcement real quick, because mm-hmm. I'm always wanting to give this guy as much credit as I can, and I know people hate me for that, and maybe you don't hate me for it, but whatever. Uh, he is a business guy, right? He's seeking he totally is, yeah. opportunity, right? So he is... I mean, clearly he's a good writer. I don't think he just stole those books. And he's, he's, he's capitalizing on these moments where he's out with people and he writes good books and, and the content in there is is good. They're not his ideas. Yeah, I think the ideas he stole, but I think the right. I mean, he could Maybe the have, writing's his. He probably has a writing a writer okay. for him. Well, here's <laughs> okay. the thing. Here's what I'm, what I'm getting at is he sees Harry Potter. He sees an opportunity for like, oh my gosh, here's this wonderful, awesome person who I know we're going to make the head, you know, Headlines, mm-hmm. yeah. front page, the whole nine yards. So he's like, get in here, Harry. Yeah. Take a picture with me. Yeah. And that's what we're doing with you guys today. So that's really, <laughs> you have Lockhart to thank for this. But uh, we are going to be doing an Apple Podcast review giveaway, I guess is what you'd call it. Mm-hmm. So in, in an effort to really help the podcast and to, to get us going, and it's the holidays. and we Merry kinda, Christmas. Yeah, we're really like, I don't know, we're feeling it. Uh, we're going to be doing a giveaway for people who leave us a review and not just one giveaway but like five yep or like six maybe so um, your chances are high if you enter yeah especially if you enter more than once guys. right 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 so here's the here's the deal uh, basically the first one through ten reviews uh, we're gonna go in put you guys in a hat put your put your usernames down and we're going to announce it on Instagram announce it here on the podcast and say hey you won something send us your address if you don't mind and we will send you this gift if you don't want it we'll draw somebody else and then we'll you know, send it to them. So, uh, you, you know, here's the thing. The cool thing with Apple is you can always just like grab another phone, make a username, and I say always grab another phone. People are like, oh, I just have iPhones laying around everywhere. But you know, you can be a coworker and say, hey, you mind if I review this this podcast real yeah. quick? Put your you because you can change the username, throw it in there, you'll be fine. Yeah, ask uh, your mom, your sister, your brother, yeah. your niece, nephew. Buy your kids an iPhone for Christmas. Mm. I don't know. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Tell them it was from me. All right. Uh, no. But yeah, I just think it's fun because really it does help the podcast here grow and it's a way for us to kind of give you stuff. So we're going to be giving away. So the first one through 10, 
uh, we'll do a giveaway there. And then the second, you know, 10, another giveaway, the second 10 and so on. So up to like, you know, 40, 50, 60 reviews or whatever, uh, we'll be giving people just so, some stuff, you know, mm-hmm. giving away. And the things we are giving away are like a surprise Funko Pop, a signed Witch Weekly Magazine cover featuring yours truly. I came up with that all on my own, and I, you guys can think what you want about me for that, but it's going to be awesome. I've got this design in my mind, and I'm telling you, it's it's going to be worth having, and it's signed, so you're going to want to keep it, okay? Yes. So. Um, I mean, you never know. Most charming smile award. Here we go. Yeah, there's big news. There's going to be some big headlines on there, so just be ready for that. Uh, we're also giving away the brand new Order of the Phoenix book, the illustrated edition what yeah Salt that is in the so store. awesome i love those books so know, much they're awesome because i want to read i actually want to buy them in german so i can read them to my kids as a because good, you have the first you know. three right or something? yes i have the first three in german still sitting in germany i think even four i think i have goblet of fire yeah 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 sitting in germany waiting for me to pick them up <laughs> it's awesome so yeah i mean that is huge I don't know. miss that chance you that's, can get that's, it for free that's a big one. yeah uh here's the deal so we also have, e- what are we doing? Oh, a Harry Potter recipe book and then a Harry Potter t-shirt designed by Lottie. So, yeah. Hello. Yeah, that's her over there. So she's going to be designing that for you guys. And I think we're looking into maybe designing some more shirts for, for, the, uh, for the show, mm-hmm. for this show, for Star Wars Hangout, mm-hmm. and our other show. Which, by the way, don't forget, that we do have a new show out there. I don't know if you guys have caught on to this yet or not, but we do have a show called The Watchfuls. Uh, if you want to go check that out, fun little show, just type in The Watchfuls, and you'll find it. I'll leave a link in the description. But... Uh, what else? Oh, oh, also for our patrons, uh, we are, again, we have a extendable ear edition today, so we're going to be dropping uh-huh. that. Uh, if you are a patron of the show, be sure to update your mailing address so that way we can send you guys something yes, very please. soon. If you would like, you don't have to. Now we have changed the settings. So anybody who does sign up from here on out, uh, we've sort of toggled the, you know, the box that will allow you to put your, your address in there and then we can send you guys some cool merch, sticker packs, different things like that. And it's mm-hmm. only $5. We just have the $5 tier right now. Uh, and yeah, just kind of want to support you guys and, and give you something for, I don't know, supporting us. It's just fun. It's yeah. fun to have people support the podcast and, and listen in and give us reviews and be a part of our, our, our Potter group, really. Yes. Thank so. you guys so much. This is really a way, like we feel so grateful that you're here, that you're listening and that you enjoy our podcast and you let us know, you know, like it's nice. We love you anyway, even if you're just sitting there and you think, wow, this is a nice podcast. I love listening to it. And you, you know subscribe yeah. and all that stuff but if you have that moment and you're like oh i should i think i should reach out that means the world to us because yeah you know it just it's just nice to connect and just say hi and you know see who who are our listeners right i mean i wish more people would be like you know what as i think you're right get like gilderoy lockhart just you know he needs we gotta cut him a break <laughs> and it was for those people did we found a tiktok i did or no was it a TikTok or Instagram account where someone was doing like a fan? That's I wanted to mention that. Oh, Shout okay. Out. I'm yeah. look at. I'm actually on TikTok right now. No way. Yes. Our minds at... are like linked. <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, sometimes it's scary. It's scary. It's scary. Yeah. Well, because yeah, this this individual um was making I think Gilderoy Lockhart yes. specific Her... content. Oh my goodness! Which, Her name is, and the fun thing is, she is, is awesome. German because I sometimes oh, really? see German content there. Her name is Mrs. at Mrs. T Lockhart, so it's at Mrs. dot T dot Lockhart. Wow! On Patreon, uh, sorry, Patreon, <laughs> 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 TikTok. Maybe um, she has a Patreon. Go support her as well. Yeah. 
for her awesome Lockhart content, and she just does such funny videos, you know, pretending she's Lockhart's wife or whatever, and it's just hilarious. My gosh, do you think he had a wife and she visits him at St. Mungo's or something? Wouldn't that be Aww. crazy? That'd be kind of sad. It'd be kind of sad, yeah, right? That's awesome. So shout out to you, Mrs. T. Lockhart. Um, we we really love your account. It's funny. It's just funny. It's just funny that somebody decided I that know. was that was the niche they were going to go into, right? They're going to really say, "Hey, I'm going <laughs> to narrow down here and and be a Lockhart um, person." Awesome. So it's great. Uh, I know we were going to say this for later, but I just don't want to, and I'm sorry. Oh, I, you're fine, yeah. I'm just going to do this right now. So uh, to Marissa, who wrote us, I think we asked the question, you asked us on Instagram, by the way, follow us at Fleur and Bill, you were asking the question, what does everybody sort of think about uh, Gilderoy Lockhart? And Marissa's like, he's probably the most annoying character in the series. Mm-hmm. And I hate to do. I hate to be. I know Marissa. I, I've, I've. She's been on different shows, podcasts, followed us for a long time. I hate to say this, Marissa, and thank you for all the support. But I mean, I don't know if you're absolutely correct or completely wrong in that in that statement. <laughs> I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, most people would say, is. yeah, he's pretty annoying. She... He's pretty annoying. Uh, hey, 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 hey. She, she goes on to say, like, legitimately, he ruins everything to make money. What a jerk. And he's still uh, insufferable when he comes back later on. So, okay. Maybe I should stop with the Lockhart stuff, you know? Maybe people are, like, taking it serious. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe they are. And they're like, wow, as we're judging you as a person now because of your, your um, fascination with this guy. <laughs> I, don't I think you're allowed to have a fascination with him. I think, because, he's, I think he's hilarious. I think he's yeah. designed to be a, 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 a comedic. But do you actually you know. like him as no. a person? No. <laughs> no. But is he somebody who, if I were in a room and I and I know what I know about him, because I feel like if you're Dumbledore and you walk in a room yeah. and Lockhart's there, you almost want to be like, so, like, you're going to get in the chamber of secrets or what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, are you got Because I get to see them kind of laughing, like, do you want to do this or are you going to step up and, and duel here i don't know i just feel like if there's some dark wizard who's like in the school and your dumbledore stand there with the teachers you're mm -hmm. like well lockhart this is what we hired you for <laughs> yeah. and you're sitting there because in full confidence of dumbledore knowing I know. like i can take this dark wizard no yeah. problem but i'm gonna see if lockhart wants a shot at it and just to hear him go well i don't yeah. want to step on anybody's toes you are the headmaster right, right. and right. i just think it's funny I have my own thoughts on, on Lockhart and, and his personality, but we'll share that in the t chapter discussion okay. later on. Okay. Um, All right, but you. thank you, Marissa, for uh, giving us your opinion, and you're totally allowed to have that opinion. And you're actually Lockhart. probably right, and I'm yeah. wrong. I just He is a pretty terrible person. I know. But I know. sometimes you feel like if you could get him to be super honest and pour out his heart, what does he really think? But we'll we'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll get to Because what's behind that that face, that smile? Mm -hmm. you know? Oh my gosh, why do you get so deep? <laughs> okay, okay. Um, anything else for for the catch up? Uh, other than we are getting ready, uh, got a big, got exams. You know, oh, hey, yeah, exam week. Got exams. Right my I, I have exams myself. My students have exams. Uh, it's a stressful time, actually, but it it's is. okay. And right after that, what's nice about it is you get all stressed out, so you eat all those cookies. You know, and you just sort of pack on those Santa Claus pounds, uh -uh. and then 
I'm just kidding. Uh, you're being so good. We have actually, it smells fruit so in, uh, yeah. good in here because I've been peeling clementines and they remind me so much of Christmas. They They're do. Just such a Christmas fruit. And if you peel them, oh, it smells yeah, they smell, so they smell really good. Good. Well, we actually, um, we, we've been burning um, candles. You know, and here's... Sausages. <laughs> and sausages. Oh, my. Sorry, have... I was just, just on wow. the side here. Um, that I was, is I was a first. To, I was talking to my mom on the phone yesterday. Um, you know, we video call each other every weekend. And while I was talking to her, you already started making Woo! breakfast. And you... Went to another room. I talked to my mom. I was cutting. Uh, uh, yeah, I was watching something. the World Cup. Okay. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, it was soccer. Um, on the TV, and we forgot about the sausages. Like I just full oh, on just I talking for- to mom. I and, forgot about the sausages. And I was like, Mom, something smells bad in here. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> um, and mom just laughed. Yeah. Set the kitchen on fire. Okay. They were super heist. And <laughs> let me ask just a question. Show of hands here for you listeners. I know you're at your workplace. Legitimately, I want you to raise your hand if you would like more of this. Uh, how many of you would like to hear Lottie uh, call call me out for more? That is hilarious. I'm actually really glad that you said that uh, because what? I do a lot of silly things in the kitchen sometimes, and I feel like you know, I don't know. I, I, well, maybe just not in the kitchen, but in general, like I do silly. Th- I think it's funny when you yeah, call me out for stuff. We've been just... burning sausages. <laughs> no, I've been burning sausages. So show of hands, who wants to hear more of the you know funnier side of our like <laughs> gosh anyway i mean it wasn't funny for a hot second because those bad boys were like on fire remember when we put that egg in the microwave remember when the egg blew up? yeah <laughs> i think we did okay, document okay. that on the podcast let's be let's be real I, I i love sharing stuff like little nuggets like this that we could go back and listen to like years later right yeah. remember that time when we were moving from one apartment to another and you uh, left a quesadilla plastic oh. package on the electric burner, and it just melted and adhered to the burner. Yeah, it's part and of And there it was now. no way for us to get it off, and we thought, well, they're either going to replace that or we're, we're going to have to pay for it. Yeah. Not either. I am so worried that that whoever came in after us, that they didn't fix it or that they didn't you know, Maybe do something thought, about oh, it. Maybe they thought, oh, that looks cool. Let's know. Maybe that they, they turn it on and it smells like plastic. That's, That's terrible. Yeah, that terrible. Why did I bring that up? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I think they just replaced I th- it. He called. He actually. So the the guy called me and and uh, there was a couple things he had to go over and and fix and replace. So we're good. We're good. But I just sometimes think like, what if he forgot and he didn't like tell her and they didn't do it? You know, they do a whole sort of. Um, you know, analysis of the place, but yeah, they do. It's all good. I just thought it was that funny because, was... you know, I'm sitting here. I, I was know. so mad at myself because everything that... looked perfect. We cleaned it all. Yeah. And just one last meal that one we were making. One final quesadilla on and the stove. It was, I turned it off, but obviously it was still hot and I forgot and just, just left the plastic wrap there. Melted all <laughs> onto the electric burner. Unbelievable. Anyway. Um, so now that is that that moment is um, memorialized on our podcast, and it I, I yep. kind of am thankful for it because it's like weird. From time to time, we've had close calls with the stove. I, know. I don't know what it is with you and I and the stove, but there's too many moving pieces going on around there, and and we just we bump into stuff. Things have almost fall fallen off. It's crazy. Yeah, cooking's dangerous, guys. Be it careful. Is. Yeah, we don't recommend you uh, try that at home. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you do have to cook, but. I meant the plastic thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please go get it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Flora and Bill, they said, oh, I'll just have to go take out every day. Uh, that's what they do. 
You know, they, after that plastic <laughs> piece of deer wrap, they said, they said no more. They said, we're eating out the rest of our lives. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. I mean, good for you if you can. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, yeah. All right. Oh. Anything else uh, ketchup mustard-wise here at the cottage? I'm just excited for Christmas. Me too. Yeah. Me I too. I just love Christmas season. We just, I don't know, just how happy. And for some reason, it's just such a book movie story harry potter season and yeah yeah it's yeah. the best okay okay all right here we go moving on trivia am i asking the questions oh, or really? am you, i being oh you're asking quizzed. no you're asking that question okay. and then i have a question for you okay cool okay. because i am prepared and guess what we're gonna have a gilderoy lockhart quiz oh but you don't see. you worry if you read the books you should know what the answers are yeah, but what if you haven't read the books in a long time? <laughs> I don't even know if that's mentioned in the books. So first question. Yeah. What Hogwarts house was Gilderoy Lockhart in? Easy. R your house. <laughs> Ravenclaw. Darn it. Yeah. But, and we're going to cover um, Gilderoy Lockhart in depth in our Extendable Ear Edition. But he actually was... Not a headstall, but close to being a headstall between, what do you think, Ravenclaw and... And Hufflepuff. Slytherin. What? Yep. He almost was a Slytherin. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because he's totally... He wants to okay. preserve... He's very... Uh, yeah, yeah, he's ambitious. Ambitious. Very ambitious. I mean, yeah, I think yeah. Slytherin would have made more sense. But we also learn... Again, we're covering him in depth in the Extendable Year edition, but it makes a lot of sense. He... Was actually very smart. And yeah. He could have been, you know, a decent person and he could have made his own way, his own success. Mm -hmm. He didn't have to do that, I think. But he took, he took anyway. as Yoda would say, the quick and the easy path. Yes. There you go. That's right. it. Mm -hmm. So, anyway. All right, cool. Yeah, let's do this. So, give me some. Mm -hmm. So, that was number one and number two. Okay, here we go. And don't look it up. I'm not. Okay. I actually, <laughs> I think I, I just saw the question and I think I know the answer. Oh, give it to me. Can you name at least one, but you can. Go ahead and give me more. Uh -huh. Book title, supposedly, but not actually, written by Gilderoy Lockhart. So I think there's one in this chapter, which is Voyages with Vampires. Yeah. Let's go. I actually have it in my notes. And then we also have, um, let's see, is, is either is either A Year with the Yeti or The Year with the Yeti or something like that. Um, is it that is... One of them? Something year with the yeti. Year with the yeti. <laughs> Not I mean, bad uh, too. Like, That's good. To get that though, like, was he just at a pub somewhere and some guy started talking about his his year with a yeti, mm -hmm. and then he started like taking notes and said, Psh, "Memory charm, this yeah. guy. I want to write that down as a book." Yeah. Maybe he's just an awesome writer. I mean, anyway. Yeah. I don't know if it's a story, a type of so story that an adventure he writes down, or if he actually gives like. You know, tips and tricks if you ever encounter a Yeti. Right. And maybe that guy was telling him just, you know, all sorts of stuff about yeah. his experience with the Yeti. And he's just taking yeah. all these notes and thought, dang, that's a good so cool. way to go. And they have an, a whole wiki page that's just um, contributed to Gilderoy Lockhart's published works. And we have, like you said, you're with the Yeti. Mm -hmm. And what else mm -hmm. did you say? Uh, um, Voyages with Vampires. Right. Is that one of them? Yes, it is. Yeah. Is it the same should be because it was in the chapter. But I, I know, I know that's it. Yeah, it's it's listed here. Okay, and then we have magical me. Yep, magical me, easy. Gilderoy Lockhart's guide to household pests. There you go. Break with a banshee. Banshee. Yep, banshee. 
Gadding with Ghouls. Gadding with Ghouls. Oh. And then uh-huh. Holidays with Hags. Oh my gosh! Oh, I uh-huh. wish. Are, are there cover designs for those? They books? are. There are. Okay, that's in the that's in the wiki. I'll yes, look that up. Check it out. And, and yeah. then we have travels with trolls, wanderings with werewolves. Do you think he met Lupin? I don't know. First of all, I love his alliteration. Traveling I know, with trolls. Every time. Wandering with werewolves. There's a whole the travel trilogy. That's probably the yeti tra- trolls and werewolves, and then okay, okay. marauding with monsters. Whoa! And who am I? <gasps> who am who I? Who am I? I think who am I? That cover at least looks like he wrote that after he's been um, obliviated by Ron's. No. Yes. Look at the cover. Here, I'm gonna turn it around for you so you no. can see it. It's oh. him in one of those jackets. My where you can, you goodness. know, where it wraps around your arms and behind your back. And you Do you think can't. somebody came to him and sort of said, "Hey, you were once a famous, popular writing wizard, know. Order of Merlin," and they tried? Do you think somebody maybe tried to make money off of him and 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 like, oh wow, I need to like look, I need to reread all that. Yeah. Where he comes back up later in the series. Dang. Oh, Lockhart. I just love when a story, when an author does something where they they put in uh, like additional titles or or like works inside of works. You know, like if it's Lord of the Rings and they're they're referencing an ancient book and several Mm -hmm. books that have, okay, inside of that book is tons of history and knowledge. And it's just like, that's awesome. You can always go to that source and open it up and there's something going on there. Molly Weasley opens up the pest book from time to time. And they, mm-hmm. they use it at Grimmauld Place, I think. Okay, here we go. This is um, I clicked on the... There's an actual entry on the wiki. I think it's just a movieism. Oh, so, okay. So, Who Am I was a book that was somehow written by Gilderoy Lockhart in the last of his collected works. It was published after t- May t- 1993. It was written just after he lost his memory to backfiring... To a backfiring memory charm. Even though he was only just able to do cursive handwriting three years later, but who knows? There's typewriters, you know? Yeah. It's also possible that the book was dictated, they say it, dictated to, um, or perhaps even ghostwritten by someone else. The book is for sale in the Flourish and Blots bookshop. On the front cover of the book, it's shown that Lockhart was completely insane and amnesiac with him even being bound in a white straitjacket. The book was only shown in the window of Flourish and Blots at the end of the credits in the film adaption of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. I've never seen that. The what now? It is, um, the book was only shown in the window of Flourish and Blots at the end of the credits in the film adaption of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. So you have to, you can watch the credits or the after credits and then we will be able to see it. Or it's some sort of feature, yeah, extra edition or something. Huh. Yeah. Wow, I like it. Yep, yep, yep. That's cool. All right, but very good. You uh, have 100%, scored 100%. Let's go. Two out of two. Trivia. Two out of two. Here we go. Okay. My question for you uh-huh. is uh-huh. how do you get from the Great Hall to Herbology? How do you get from the okay. Great Hall That's to interesting. Herbology? I only know the computer. In the computer game, you have to. Walk outside the Great Hall. Yep. Uh-huh. The main doors. And then... Is there a particular thing you go through on the way there? I'm trying to see. There's really just one item that it looks like you pass through. Okay. Before you get to 
the I remember in the computer game there was a cool challenge where you had to fight all these snail-looking things and oh, were they in perhaps a vegetable patch? <gasps> yes. I mean that would be cool because like that the book it says that you have to leave the <laughs> castle, head across the Aww. vegetable patch, and make your way for the greenhouses where magical plants are kept. Oh, I was gonna tell you. Okay, so first of all. That's so cool. And do you think they have enough vegetables? Do you think the house elves go there? To absolutely. Soup for the kids, oh yeah. Right? Oh, absolutely. That's yes. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I would say. I mean, you're feeding all these kids. You got to have yeah. your own there. I mean, you can't. I mean, obviously, you could. You could have some coming in from, you know, Hogsmeade or different places. Yep. But for sure, yeah. That's awesome that you mentioned that because I was going to say Professor Sprout later on says, today we're in greenhouse three. And I was like, this little detail just made a huge difference for me because that makes it feel like, yeah, we're today, you know, like when you're in chemistry class or, you know, in school and you're doing an experiment or in a certain computer lab, you're going to a special, Mm -hmm. like last year, we've always been in uh, greenhouse number one. Right. And now we're going to see some of the special new dangerous Level up here. Now you can And we're going to greenhouse three. There's more than one. Right. I think that is that little detail just made me happy. <laughs> yeah, it does. It really does because you. Yeah, think if there was like a special digital design computer lab that you can't go, or like even at the career center for our schools, mm-hmm. it's like, look, those labs you have to have training to go in there because there's tools, equipment that you guys have to know how to use, and so we're not going in there until you're ready. I think that's great. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it implies that there's more than one greenhouse, and it just makes the the yeah. campus or the castle uh, feel bigger and, yes. and and more just grand. Yeah. Great. great question, though. All right, that's good. fun. My so first one. So you're one out of one. A new one? <laughs> well, not really. I didn't really answer it. So yeah, you but did. if you if you want to give me half a point, I'm not gonna complain. Okay, I will. <laughs> all right, half a point to Ravenclaw. How's okay, Ravenclaw? Thank okay. You. Uh, all right, now we're moving on to. What? You rescue these creatures? Yes, that's right. Rescue, nurture, and protect them. I'm gently trying to educate my fellow wizards about them. Come on. The weekly Magi Zoology lesson. So new can be proud of us. What do you think is this week's Cornish piece? Pixies? Uh-huh. It's the Pixie. And our entry in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them says it's a mom classification of three X's, and by now you should know that means competent wizard should cope, as we find out. But the f- funny thing is, um, in this edition it is, you know, it's supposed to be the property of Harry Potter. And Harry Potter added his own notes and Ooh. says, but one, two, three, four, five, six, seven X's if you're Lockhart. Okay. <laughs> nice. That's funny. Okay. So here we go. The pixie is mostly found in Cornwall, England. Electric blue in color, up to eight inches in height, and very mischievous. The pixie delights in tricks and practical jokes. Practical, Professor Crowell. Whoa. (laughs) Practical jokes of all descriptions. Although wingless, it can fly and has been known to seize unwary humans by the ears and deposit them at the tops of all, sorry, of tall trees and buildings. Pixies produce a high-pitched, jabbering, inte- intelligible only to other pixies. They bear live young. And I was like, what does that mean? What does that mean? It, it, this, the sentence doesn't make sense to me. It, it, I don't know. 
What does that mean? So they, they bear. You asked me before the show, what is ba- yeah. what they bear? So not like a bear, not like out in, in the in the wild. Like they give birth. Yes. Okay. To live. To yeah, live. Not eggs, right? So they're not like in an egg, and they have to sit on the egg until it's. Oh, so they're like like humans. They have their babies inside. Yes, live birth. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Yeah. (laughs) What do you mean? Young means like they're 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 just a few. Okay. No, to to like like to their to their young. Oh, so they bear young or babies that are alive in their bellies and they come out. Okay, gotcha. Right. Isn't it funny how (laughs) some of those English words are? You know, it's just just, a weird way to say it. They bear. Yeah, it's like an older way. Because it looks like live to me. Yeah. Not alive. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Yep. So they're, I mean, are they mammals then? They, it sounds like a mammal, but I mean, you can't, I guess you cannot apply our system yeah. to beasts and magic beasts. So. Why is it when you asked that question, I started thinking about platypuses and different things. Yeah. Because are, they're, ma- they're. Aren't they a mammal? They're the, the in between. Hey, look. No, wait, wait. They're mammal. They were the only mammals that lay eggs. E- eggs. Okay. Is that why I thought of a platypus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not a biology animal so teacher. Okay. Uh, History of magic is, is my speciality. That's why we're teaching you right now. Yes. Okay. okay one little uh, fun thing. Um, about the history. So in Cornwall in the 17th century, a witch named Dymphna Firmich, a witch on holiday, was abducted by pixies. Whoa. <laughs> this led to a lifelong fear of them, which drove her to request that the British Ministry of Magic humanely eradicate the pixie species. What? Her request, Her request was declined and she died in 1692. I just thought, you know, that she was... Abducted. <laughs> I mean, they almost got Neville Longbottom, right? So. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. What do so. they do? Do they tickle you to death, or are they? I mean, what do they? What do, what do pixies do when they I get mean, you? They, they are. They seem kind of aggressive. They break yeah. things and they s- throw things around and and. Oh wow! I mean, they want to take that place apart. I'm gonna I'm gonna say a word and you guys can take take it whichever direction you want. They they, they seem kind of naughty. Yeah. Like they would be on Santa's naughty list. Oh, so. absolutely. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't want to be abducted by him. Okay, so that kind of answers the question, would you want to have or befriend a pixie? Yep. I mean, if I guess if you could tame them somehow, they would be kind of cute, but I guess that's not in their nature, so no. I mean, Newt, it'd be cool if you saw, like, uh, if we if, if Fantastic Beast continued and Newt was... Oh, he would totally argue. They're just misunderstood. Misunderstood, <laughs> yeah. And we just have to figure them out and mm-hmm. whatever, so... Yeah. Just a little mischievous guys and gals, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, no, I think we're out. I'm out. Pixies. Yeah, I want a clean house. I'm I'm just not feeling it. They were actually oh no, those were doxies, I think. There's huh? a difference between pixies and doxies. I'm trying to think in the computer in the games, they were little flying things that you sometimes had to fight. They were just randomly flying around Hogwarts and other places. Hmm. But I think I don't know if they were pixies or doxies. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, just fun little creatures. Interesting. All right. Are we ready for the main part and the summary? Dun, 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 dun. Here we go. Chapter 6, Gilderoy Lockhart. During breakfast on their first day of school, Ron receives a special letter called a howler from his mother. 
The words are magically read aloud, and Mrs. Weasley's voice is about a hundred times louder than normal. Paper Molly screams at Ron for stealing the car and getting his family in huge trouble. Harry feels terrible for causing Molly and Arthur so much distress after all they have done for him this summer. However, he doesn't have much time to think about it as the first school day is about to start. Gryffindor's morning classes are Herbology and Transfiguration. Right before the trio enters the greenhouse for Professor Sprout's class, Gilderoy Lockhart wants a word with young Harry. Lockhart, grinning from ear to ear, warns Harry not to let his moment of fame at Flourish and Blots to get to his head, and that flying a car to Hogwarts is not the right way to get everybody's attention. A little taken aback, Harry stumbles into Herbology where Professor Sprout is teaching them how to repot mandrakes. Here he meets Justin Finch Fletchley, a friendly muggle-born Hufflepuff, who was supposed to go to a renowned British muggle school before getting his Hogwarts letter and speaks highly of Professor Lockhart. In Transfiguration, Ron struggles with his broken wand, but does not dare to ask his parents for a new one after the disaster with the car. During lunch, a first-year Gryffindor approaches Harry to take a picture of him. Colin Creevy is also a muggle-born, and he brought his muggle camera to Hogwarts so that he could document everything and send pictures back home to his dad. The situation slightly goes out of hand when Malfoy and later Lockhart show up. Gilderoy Lockhart feels assured in his assumption that Harry is seeking fame and glory when he sees him getting his picture taken for autographs with Colin. The professor escorts Harry to his next class, which happens to be Defense Against the Dark Arts, with Lockhart himself. The conceited teacher first has the students take a quiz about himself. Finally, he attempts to give the kids their first defense lesson against Cornish Pixies. When he lets the little beast out of their cage, however, complete chaos breaks out and students hide underneath the desks. Lockhart fails to control the Pixies, and instead, his wand is thrown out the window by one of the devilish little creatures. The new teacher hides under his desk with the rest of the students. And when the bell finally rings, he kindly asks Hermione, Harry, and Ron to catch the rest of the Pixies and clean up the mess. It dawns on Harry and Ron that Gilderoy Lockhart doesn't have the slightest clue as to what he's doing, but Hermione is blind to such accusations. She insists that Lockhart only meant to give them more practical experience. Okay, so we start with that very embarrassing situation with, uh, for Ron. And as I was reading this, and we all are aware of, you know, that scene in the movie when he gets the howler. And it's, I think it's a pretty good depiction of how that would be. But how do you imagine, because we never see how somebody makes a howler, how do you imagine one would make a howler? Do you think Mrs. Weasley actually yelled at a piece of parchment? And it's almost like it's recording her voice? Or do you think she just writes it down and puts a spell on it? Uh, Yes, I think. Whoa, that's a good one. Does she write it down and put a spell on it? That would be interesting if mm -hmm. she did that. That's a whole different way of doing it. Yeah, because I think if she just read it, I was actually thinking that she yells at the parchment and yep. then uh, the longer you ignore it, there's an enchantment on it right. that just makes it more and more aggressive and crazy and it sort of amplifies yeah. your energy and emotion inside of it. Because Neville says not to ignore it. No, definitely He's not. Like, it's only yeah. going to get worse, bud. Just, you know, mm -hmm. get it over with, like ripping a Band-Aid off. Yeah, and I think it makes more sense that you would actually yell at the parchment because that's to get your emotions out, to get your anger out there. Yeah. I think just writing it down, I mean, I like writing both. it down can help too. So. I like both though, you know, if it has, yeah. because there's some sort of magic that makes it worse over time. The longer you mm -hmm. neglect it, it's going to get bad. Yeah. So that's cool. Hmm. What do you guys think? <laughs> yeah. Let us know what you think. Um, Here's what I think. Mm -hmm. My mother has uh, personally delivered several howlers to me over the years. <laughs> and I can remember two of them very vividly one okay. in fifth grade where i got my bottom uh just a little you know because uh -oh. i was yeah i did that thing i embarrassed my mom and i embarrassed myself in front of my 
fifth grade teacher. I called her oh. by her first name. Oh, I heard my mom. I heard my you mom. You got a bang for that. Oh uh, well, it was several other things too. Uh, the teacher was reporting some of my my misbehavior during class to my mother, and my mother used the teacher's first name, and so I thought I'd smart off and use her first name as well, and and say whatever <laughs> I wanted to say, and I think I said a few things I shouldn't have said. I was crossing oh. the line. My nickname was Weasel. Actually, they called me. No. Yes, huh? That is a fact. <laughs> That is a Wait, fact. My that, weasel? Yeah. So my 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 Instagram, uh, my my Twitter handle is things Womprat underscore two M. Uh-huh. I always liked Womprat because like of the reference weasel. in Star Wars, but it's kind of like a little. You think of a weasel or a rat, you know, kind of doing its thing. And yeah. so in Star Wars, I'm like, what's the version of that? But I was um, I was always getting into things. I was always getting into things, and you know, crossing the line a little bit. So <laughs> I got yelled at, and I got yelled at in front of all the other kids. My mom well, was mad. She was mad. Be... I, I, I did. I honestly crossed the line, and I can tell you afterwards what happened. I mean, I was, I was mean. I wasn't mean. I just sort of didn't know where the boundary was as a fifth grader, and was yeah, sort of like, you gotta be respectful to your teacher. Yeah, I was just playing around and just kidding, you know, and and thought I was being funny. Thought I was being a class clown, <laughs> making jokes. Is really what I was doing and yeah. stuff. But they were. You know, teachers got to teach. Yeah. And here I am now, wanting to be a professor, a teacher myself, and like, whoa, what was my problem? But anyways, yeah, there was that. And then there was the time that I woke my mom up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah, I remember that. To ask if I could go out with some friends. And all my friends were sitting in the living room waiting for my permission because I was like the guy who drove and could drive and had money and work jobs and whatever. Mm -hmm. And here are my friends who were like, oh, just waiting on me. And and I had to I'm like I gotta stop over and, and check with my mom. So wake her up at two o'clock in the morning, and my mother came out and just sat down in the living room in her her nightgown, and, like a professor McGonagall and lectured. Would. Le- yeah, lectured me, lectured all of us, and said, "Don't you ever wake your mothers up at two thirty in the morning for something stupid oh. like this?" I was like, "Oh," <laughs> she was like all over it. I was like, "Oh no, sorry." <laughs> and I mean, really, it wasn't like because she had to get up in a few hours and she's a nurse, you know, so she's mm-hmm. whatever. And she's like, just leave me a note. Tell me whose house you're staying over at and mm-hmm. leave a note. And if you're going to be back here, be back before I leave, you know, in the morning. So I'm not worried about you. Wow. Yeah. So I, yeah, it was a howler. Uh, there was, so one was definitely a, a howler. And then one was more of a stern talking to, but that had it been written down and enchanted, it would have <laughs> been, it would have been something. Yeah. So, so you oh, think yeah. you would have gotten a couple of howlers um, yeah, sent th- to Hogwarts. There's been more. There's been more. <laughs> I just can't think of all of them right now. My sister, yeah, she could probably come up with a few. Did your mom ever do that? Did you ever get something like um, that? You were a good kid. <laughs> I didn't actually You're get in trouble a lot. Ever. But I, I just clearly, for some reason, I vividly remember, and this this makes my mom seem kind of mean, but she is not. But mm-mm, mm-mm. it was my very first time she sent me. So in Germany, it's tradition that, you know, a breakfast on Sunday morning would be you get like bread roll, like Brötchen, right? Like yeah. Little bread rolls and Brötchen the mit best part butter. Of, yeah. So if you get them, jelly. if you get them fresh from the bakery in the morning. Yeah. So, I mean, in Berlin, you can just walk to the bakery. It's like five minutes down the road. Yeah. And that was for me. I was little and my brother was somewhere else. It was just mom and I at home and she would send me for the very first time to go to the bakery on my own she gave me some money yeah and um go get some brötchen yeah so 
I was like, let's go. You know, I know where to go. And yeah. I go there. And, you know, the lady um, behind the counter was, you know, super nice. And I was like, okay, I want a Kürbiskernbrötchen and eine normale Schrippe. Mm -hmm. And then I um, had my two bread rolls, zwei Brötchen, two. Yeah, yeah. And came home all proud. And I presented the two Brötchen to my mom. And she was like, what why did you only bring two did you you know like and i was like there's you and me and yeah. we're two people and everyone gets one and yeah she's like, but if you make the way all the way to the if, if you go all the way to the bakery don't just get two but get more and like she was all mad at me and i actually i went to my room crying because oh, i messed no. up and i just thought i did something wrong Oh no! And from then on, I knew. Okay, if you make, if you do put in the effort and go to the bakery, just don't, don't just buy two, but buy more for you know, you know, in case you want some the next day, or take some to school the next day, or I don't know. Yes, yeah. I learned my lesson, and I think it might have been other things that were going through her mind. So she's not that mean. Oh no, 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 <laughs> but, no! And w yeah, that wow. Yeah, no, your mom's awesome. She's <laughs> super sweet. Uh, that's Something interesting. I, I don't know. Maybe you guys have some some funny stories with parents. Oh, or tell us your howler. Your story. howler, yeah. Give us your howler story because it's, I think they're funny and I think they can be. You know, I mean, everyone's been sort of disciplined or yeah. yelled at, and you know, whatever. And I'm, we're not going to get into. Uh, I think I think it's it's something we all can kind of connect with. Yeah. You know, we all were kids learning, trying to grow up. Your parents are busy. They're stressed. They're trying to also yeah. raise you and, and do right by you. But they're not perfect. No one's no. perfect. And so things happen. And clearly, like Ron and Harry deserve this. Yeah, I was going to say, we never did something like this. Um, yeah, this was yeah, pretty This was pretty bad. Yeah. So. I mean, that's why Harry's guilt, and I, I mentioned this uh, the previous, previous chapter, it says in the book, quote his insides were burning with yeah. guilt yeah. and I, I was like i feel you harry because after everything they've done for him this summer it just feels pretty bad to hear like they got in trouble arthur might lose his job because of that because he's actually breaking the his own loss <laughs> yeah you know actually so thinking about that from my friend's perspective when we woke my mom up they're sort of like yeah we should have said something that's not yeah. smart we shouldn't yeah. have we shouldn't have let you do that or just yeah. any time that we did something that was really kind of dumb, mm -hmm. uh, I think your friends are sort of like, hopefully your mom and dad don't like think I'm yeah. terror, you know, whatever. I didn't mean to, because I skipped school a couple of times yeah. and I got in trouble, but my buddy Matt, you guys know, Matt didn't, he, he got in no trouble. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my mom was not happy about, yeah. about that experience. And so, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I get it. So Harry was, he pushes his, like, I think his bowl of, uh, cereal or something that he was eating there in the morning, he pushes it away, and he's guilty. He feels yeah. bad. He feels yeah. really bad. So, and speaking of that breakfast, and while we're there, uh, they roll up on Hermione, who's already down there reading her copy of Voyages with Vampires. <laughs> there you so go. There we go. In in the books, so uh, there it in. was. <laughs> it's propped up against a milk jud, and she has a bit of a stiffness to her because they broke the rules. Yeah, they weren't on the train. What are you two up to? What's been going on? Harry hadn't been, you know, replying to her messages. I'm sure they sorted that out. Yeah. But stuff's happening. And right. you guys just seem to be off the rails, literally. Mm -hmm. Not on the Hogwarts Express. I mean, she was probably sad because she was, like, hoping to see them and sit with them. I mean, the train runs, what did yeah. we say, six, Her future husband hours? doesn't make it. And she was, ha you know, she was ready to talk to them, catch up with them. What did you do? You guys do over the summer? And now, who, who knows who she had to sit with and converse with for seven yeah. hours <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, it's interesting to find out who Hermione's other friends are and who and how close mm-hmm. she is to them and who she stayed with. I don't even know if we know who is in her. I mean, it probably is somewhere. Sorry, guys. If you do mm-hmm. know, send me a quick message. Uh, just like who her friends were that she stayed. Because we know about Neville, mm-hmm. uh, Dean, right? We know the guys that sort of yeah. stay in there. Seamus with Harry and Ron. Yeah, but do the uh, girls do the same thing? No, I think she. I think it's mentioned somewhere that she never really gets along with the other girls very well. Yeah. But last year on her first ride to Hogwarts, she met Neville, right? And she spent the whole train ride with Neville. It seemed like. Oh, true. She does. You know, yes. Looking for Trevor and stuff. Right. Right. But yeah, I think she's very. Hmm, I don't know. She doesn't have a lot of girl friends. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, I'm not really seeing it, her. Who, yeah, who her bunk. I mean, later it's were, Ginny. But... She really, I think she really bonds with Ginny later on, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. cool because Ginny becomes her sister-in-law. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll move on from that. And if you mm-hmm. guys uh, have any thoughts on it, let me know for sure. So my next note here was the class schedule that's passed out. Herbology, uh-huh. double herbology. Yeah. And we are actually at my school about to start scheduling for next school year. Which wow. is crazy. Kids are yeah. already asking me, we got exams going on. I'm like, come mm-hmm. on, can we just get through exams first and then we'll get to that second half scheduling? But they're like looking forward to next year. Like, what classes yeah. do I want to take? I'm like, boy, we are not even passing the ones right now. We need to like step it up here, guys. I just want to make it to Christmas Holy. somehow. <laughs> so we'll talk about that in January. Yeah. Uh, but they heard it on the announcements that they need to pick their classes by January. Oh, okay. So then they start to say, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, because we'll get to January and if somebody hadn't said it in December, then they're like, why didn't you give us more time? Well, OK, now we have to make the announcement in yeah. December when you have midterms. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, I just thought it was kind of interesting. You're passing out the schedule, figuring out what you have exactly day to day, what sort of paired up. They know what they're going into because they get their class list and they've got mm-hmm. their books, but they're finding out that Herbology and Transfiguration, same day. Yeah. Here we go. Double Herbology. I think it's great. And that's the only two classes they have before lunch, which makes me think they are either just pretty long so they try to have really a long block of like 90 or 120 minutes of class or i don't know they just have not not a lot of classes not Mm -hmm. a lot of time i don't know because i guess they have so they have breakfast in the morning which makes me think they don't start classes around nine i feel like because if you have time to get up get dressed go get breakfast i would think they start classes at some sometime around nine and then eat bre- uh, lunch around 12 then yeah, yeah, yeah maybe there are 90 minute blocks and then they have two more classes in the afternoon yeah what's really cool is if you guys ever want to check it out on the um hp lexicon they have mm-hmm. a breakdown of the schedules by year so first year classes and then how those are repeated and you can pick two additional mm-hmm. uh the next year and so on i've never really looked into that to see like okay what are the classes that we took and then yeah. how do they build how do they add uh up and all that stuff I have to kind of. I need to get a better understanding of that because I think it's kind of cool. To it see is cool. That they could, yeah, they could pick like ancient runes, arithmetic, yeah, care of magical creatures, divination, muggle Later studies, on, and so yeah. on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, cool. but yeah, I love the idea of just getting a schedule and knowing what's up because I'm also looking at scheduling more classes next semester for myself. Yeah. Right. And we're looking at like, oh, what am I going to get into? What's right. my syllabus and all that stuff. So that's always exciting. Yep. Yeah. Now I mentioned the stiffness to Hermione mm-hmm. and sort of she doesn't feel that they have. She she does sort of. It, it's not until it's sort of re, re, like a reoccurring thing with her for a time that when they break the rules, there should be a consequence. And right, she is right. happy to hear that howler. All right. Now all is well and we can be friends. Right. And she's chipper again. And <laughs> yeah. she's more like, OK, let's go. Let's let's do our thing. Yeah. So that was in my notes. And I thought it was kind of funny. 
uh, that she does. That's just who she is. Yeah. She doesn't think. I guess you think think about that. Like friends who just get away with whatever. Oh yeah. And you're sort of like, come annoying. on. Yeah. That's where I'm sitting over here. Like, like even as a teacher, sometimes I'm like, wait a second. I'm over here doing things by the rules, like yeah. following along, not cutting corners. And you get people cutting corners, and you're yeah. like, what are we doing? This yeah. is this is crazy. Now, I know. but anyway. So yeah. Uh, okay. They make their way down to herb- herbology. Herbology. They're right. almost there, and then <laughs> I just want to read the yeah, description re- of Lockhart real quick, who enters the scene here. Yeah. So on page eighty nine, it says. Gilderoy Lockhart, however, was immaculate in sweeping robes of turquoise, his golden hair shining under a perfectly positioned turquoise hat with gold trimming. What a description. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> immaculate. <laughs> That's amazing. And he starts off with, oh, hello there, which reminds <gasps> me of like... Does he? <laughs> oh, yeah. He called, beaming around the assembled students, just been showing Professor Sprout the right way uh, to doctor a whomping willow, right? Yeah. He was showing her the right way to do it. So now here's the same thing. Not sure, but Professor Sprout, couldn't she have been Lockhart's herbology teacher back in the day? Because he graduated. So we don't know for sure. It's a question that's like, we'll leave the question mark there. But it's possible because we don't know exactly when she started to teach. We know that Lockhart graduated in uh, 1982. And she was at least the teacher, herbology teacher in the late 80s. Okay. When the events of Hogwarts Mystery take place. So that's a like the little um yeah. the, the Mobile phone game. app game. Yeah. yeah. Uh so we are not sure but well, c- I mean some of the teachers were definitely around. Wasn't Dumbledore around when yeah. he was a student? So he it's kind of a question mark why Dumbledore hired Lockhart after Well, he know him. he knows this post is cursed. I mean he's <sighs> no he's no dummy. So Whoa. it's one and done. I really think so. I think it's sort of just a. However, uh-huh. wait, 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 wait. If you're saying he knows for sure, yeah. Why would he then hire Lupin? I think because he just knows it's one and done. Nothing. It's not that that person's going to be mm-hmm. like hurt or killed or anything crazy or whatever. But yeah. uh, that it's just a position that something will happen. Yeah. to you which will cause you to not be able to so the 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 position will always be open yeah. right yeah. so that way every year there's an opportunity for Voldemort himself to yeah. be hired on yeah. there every year you're gonna, you're gonna need somebody it'll right. be a revolving door you could have had a stable Tom Riddle Professor Riddle in there oh yeah, yeah. doing his thing <laughs> but you chose not to mm-hmm. so guess what cursed position yeah Right. And we, oh, yesterday we saw a mind-blowing TikTok. Oh, yeah, I know. If Dumbledore knew, and probably not just Dumbledore, but probably Professor Snape knew, too. Yeah, that it was cursed. That it was cursed. Why did Snape... Why did he apply? Apply every single year to become the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. Yeah, now that individual took it to the point of like, okay, that person's going to... Uh, to die, or, or, or they're right. going to, you know, it, it's it's you're cursed in terms of like... He's going to end his misery or something. Yeah. Or, or this would actually, I think she was saying even that this would get him away from Dumbledore and out of Dumbledore's right. plans because he was he had agreed to this. And if he could finally just be let go as a professor and the curse would, would sort of free him from Hogwarts and his protection of Harry mm-hmm. Potter. And he, he would be able to go about his own business, you know. 
that that's why he wanted that position. That's why yeah. that's why Dumbledore kept him from it, really. Yeah. It's not really the temptation of the dark arts, but that it would be a position where he would not come back from. So right. because you have, I mean, again, if you look at everybody, like you said, Lupin was was there, and so all right, he ends up he's hanging around, right? He ends up right just being at the Battle of Hogwarts and and uh, going on about his life. It's just that his reputation is the the fact that he is a, a werewolf is known. It's now public knowledge, really, yeah. that this is going on. It's not hush-hush. It's not a secret. So he has to deal with that. Right. And That's, like, not too bad, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Umbridge, look at Umbridge's life, right? She's she's just back at the ministry, gets sort mm-hmm. of, um, I mean, things happen at it's the true. end. She's... She goes through, through some stressful times. Yeah. We don't exactly know uh, what happened there. But she makes it out, mm-hmm. all right, and she ends up sort of um, ranking yeah. up there for a time, for, for a time. I guess you could say ultimately something bad happens to... All of them, they all do die at some point. But I mean, everyone dies at, the po- at some point. Yeah, but, exactly. So, but they do die in an early age. Does, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think, so Barty Crouch Jr. is just ki- kissed. So he's, I mean, worse than dead. But yeah, I guess he's just kissed. But I'm just thinking about all the teachers prior to that, though, that mm-hmm. I doubt they died. I think it's more just that they lose their position. It's just Except a re- for just a revolving, yeah. a revolving door. Yeah. Anyway, so defense against the darkness. How did we go down that route? Because uh, because well, Lockhart shows up. Right. Oh yeah. He's, right. he's the professor. So. <laughs> he is so ridiculous. Yeah, so. And um, it will it really helps understanding why he um, assumes Harry is just looking for fame and glory when you go back to his school years and look at what Lockhart did as a student. So well, we'll, and you were asking, yeah, like why didn't teachers not know that he was kind of... Yeah. I mean, he's in Ravenclaw, which is awesome, but maybe he maybe he was pretty good. I mean, he's clearly smart. He's yeah. not like... Yeah. He All he's doing is taking credit for other people's yeah. you know, stuff. I mean, he's not saying in front of Professor Sprout, like, hey, because he, he says, but I don't want you running away with the idea that I'm better at herbology than she is, mm-hmm. right? It just, I just happened to have met several of these exotic plants on my travels. So it's never, and he wouldn't say that in front of her, and he might even have given that advice in private. Just, yeah. It's just, you know, who he is. Um, I, I think he really sees himself and Harry totally not, not justified, but he just makes that up in his head because he thinks Harry's desperately trying to do, you know, something to become famous or rather make people aware of his greatness and afraid of being a nobody. I think that's... Gilderoy is just afraid of being a nobody. Yeah. That's yeah. why he mentions that. You know. Right. You know, friends, I, I tell you what we're going to do. We're, mm-hmm. we're going to do the Gilderoy uh, Lockhart as our, our extendable year edition. We're also going to do a very interesting thing about the Defense Against the Dark Arts professor. Okay. Because I found a couple things from J.K. Rowling as recent uh-huh. as like less than a year ago. That okay. she has made public wow. about the position. Let's do it. Yeah, so that'll Sounds be kind of awesome. fun. I've got a couple articles here that we'll dive into. Mm-hmm. So we'll do two of those for you guys, and that way we can get kind of caught up. Or maybe we'll save one for next week or something. Yes. But still, Let's do that. Uh, I want to get those out to you guys because those are those are fun. Okay. Um, yeah, so Lockhart's showing up. Now, they're headed to Herbology. And as mm-hmm. I said, they go through the vegetable patch, which I think is, yep. is pretty awesome. And uh, they're headed there. Now, the mandrakes. Mandrakes are cool. Mm-hmm. And they are essential in base. I think it said in all of the antidotes, like yeah, in most, in, in a lot of them. They're super important. Right. So uh, we get that sort of early on, a good bit of foreshadowing that they are important in uh, an antidote or something that would help you get mm-hmm. over a sickness or, or some sort of yes. um, yeah illness or whatever. And we know that they're used later for the 
students who are petrified. Right, right. Right. I could, yeah, I could imagine they're also in something, something like the Skelo, Skelo Grow thing that Harry later on takes yeah, when he yeah. has to grow back his bones or when she mends bones. I don't know if she does that with a spell or if she gives you, well, it says more like antidote. Yeah, I just think it's neither. They're, they were that essential. And so we're getting, and it makes sense you're seeing them early on. So we kind of understand that they're uh, going to be in a lot of the stuff that we, that yeah, and it ingredients makes, list. Yeah, yeah, like you said, it's it's really when we think about what we learn in first, second grade, it's essential stuff that we need for all our lives. It's reading, writing, you know, it's doing math, the simple math, thinking logically. Yeah. And all that stuff that they learn in the first two years is just as important to be, you know, a witch or a wizard in the in the wizarding world. Mm-hmm. And I think that every household should have like an essence of mandrake or something like their roots or something right. on hand. Just right. in case something happens, so, and it's very important that you know how to take care of them. I, g- I guess you could buy it just from a, you know, just like we buy our medicine and we don't make it anymore at home. But it it feels like the wizarding world, like if you're really in there with non, you know, next to none, no Muggle influence. Yeah, it feels old, very traditional. Oh yeah, for sure. You have your own, uh, like they have their own pigs and chicken and. They yeah. brew their own potions, and yeah. I think it's less. The things aren't mass produced, uh, right, right, right. Uh, like yes. on, on the scale that they are in the Muggle world, right? Yeah, that's what I'm trying is, to say. Yes, yep, yeah. I got you. Uh, so I, I would say too, for a connection really to the Muggle world, is that this all kind of feels this herbology lesson feels a lot like chemistry class, or it feels a lot yes. like you know a or science biology, class, yeah. yeah, where you go into the lab. And you're doing something more hands-on. So Mm -hmm. I really like that that feel. And I think of, and I think I've mentioned this before, it reminds me of some of the time that Bella and Edward spent in their (laughs) class field trips. And they go to like a greenhouse. They're looking at the... At how to, you Funny know, that you mentioned that, yeah, yeah. What the, the one teacher is like, they're looking at the uh, what do they call it, like the, the recycled drink or the the, the oh, plants yeah, yeah. juice or whatever. The I forget what it's called, but they're compost he's, tea, or compost something. tea. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> he's like, Don't drink it, don't drink yeah. it, don't drink it. <laughs> and it was just so funny. I thought that was really cool. So, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering what is you know, you got to look at how you would mm-hmm. uh, feed or water these yep. plants and how you take care of them. Mm-hmm. So, that's what they're. That's what everyone loves is the everyday school day that we get to see with the students and the teachers. And yeah, it's it's awesome. And I love when it brings that to life because she it's it's almost like she sits down, plans out a whole lesson. How would Professor Sproud deliver her lesson? What would they do? Okay, they pair up in groups to do that in groups. And then we meet. It's such a, you know, clever way to introduce in this chapter a couple of new muggle-borns to us that we later know. You know, if you go back and read it, you can make the connection. Okay, we learned that Justin is a muggle-born yes. and Colin is a muggle-born and they get petrified just yeah. like Hermione. And Yep, yep. Um, it's just a, such a clever way to bring the class to life. Yeah, with, meet you know, other people just, from other houses yeah. to, to grow the student body a little bit mm-hmm. and have him have connections with all these different characters for sure, for sure. Yeah, and at the same time introduce new, um, yeah, students from muggle families and i think it's so cool that they mention or or just himself says he was supposed to go to eton that's what i have down my notes right here too yeah he's supposed to go to eton college and i was like wait 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 a second is that an actual school so i looked it up me too and oh you did yeah yeah this is my note i was i was sort of shocked that this was that's funny 
Yeah. So it, Do you it have is, it in front of you? Yeah, it's it's from uh, Berkshire, England, right? Mm-hmm. So founded in, in uh, 1440 uh, by King Henry the uh, Sixth. There's so many Henrys. Yeah, the Sixth. <laughs> So it was intended as a sister institution to King's College in Cambridge. Uh-huh. Uh, so this makes it the 18th oldest wow. school there. Yeah, it's one of the most renowned schools in England. Yeah, I, I just thought was this is this is really cool. So he's very smart and was uh, yeah headed to a really awesome prestigious place. Yeah, but instead, hey, Hogwarts. Yeah. So I, yeah, that that's yeah. Really... I think his mom was at first they were pretty uh disappointed that he didn't go to Eton. yeah and and, and and yeah then so they realize that there's a benefit to having right sort of a, a wizard in the family and yep. they, they start to it, the idea grows on them a bit so. right which is pretty cool again yeah i, I like this i mean to be able to say hey that i was accepted there and i had a path to go that way that's that's enough right if you get accepted into harvard but you don't go to harvard right. hey that's pretty awesome it's no yeah. most people cannot get accepted there so i know uh, that's pretty awesome that you did that yeah so I mean, Justin is pretty, probably pretty smart, pretty good um, student. I would yeah, say. and so since we have Justin Finch Fletchley here in front of us, uh, it's my time uh, to give you guys another opportunity to go check out Puffs. Jay Finch out. Jay Finch out. I think it <laughs> literally. You will just. You'll thank us. You yes. will write us a message and say thank you so much for having me pay. I don't know what six, seven, eight, nine, ten bucks. Maybe it's gone up to twenty. I don't know. But just order it on Amazon Prime and watch it. Yeah, it is wonderful. And, and also, we have to thank Squish and Flake because they mentioned it first. I was oh like, they yeah. Keep they keep bringing up those jokes and they seem funny. And where can I watch this play somewhere? And I had a huge problem because in Germany it's not for free on Am- uh, It's not available on Amazon. So I had to sign up for like a 30-day trial on this other um, website where you can watch all kinds of plays and theater plays and stuff like that. Oh, okay, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And it was on there and I was so happy. That was the best 30-day trial ever. Yeah, shout out to them. <laughs> they actually bought me a ticket to go and I couldn't make it. <gasps> you could have seen it live. Yeah, yeah. They uh, when they went to New York and I, I uh, forget what the reason was that I couldn't go, but uh, we had all planned out to go and I was going to go and meet some of the Swishers and stuff yeah. and just never got a chance to do it. But uh, yeah. I heard, and so then I heard cool. literally never ending from them. I you know. got to watch it. I know. I'm like, all right, well, all right, fine, 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 fine. True. And I never did until we sort of got together and we were in Germany and we we're like, let's watch this thing. And I, I died laughing. It's so Ugh, good. I mean, wow. if you're a hardcore, di- if you're a diehard Potterhead, yeah. this is for you. Yeah, it definitely is. It's from fans so. for fans. And yeah. I, unfortunately, they stopped playing, right? The yeah, I think it did. Yeah. yeah, but you get the recording, but there, I mean, which is great. There is. I like the recording because you see it from all different angles instead yeah. of if you if you're just you know watching it in the theater sometimes I miss stuff because I just see it from one angle and I didn't see what's going on over there so are you okay <laughs> yeah I just had a little Did fumble you? fumble oh, okay. risky yeah. um uh, one thing uh, sorry before we move on from herbology I just wanted to mention that while reading this chapter I was waiting for the moment you know when Neville didn't have his earmuffs on and fainted yeah but he never did that yeah. was totally just in the movie to make neville you know a little more clumsy and it's funny but he never fainted because it makes sense that he didn't you know actually that now that you think about it he is the herbology genius yeah i think that's his class where he shines so it makes sense that he actually did not it does mess up 
Yeah, it yeah. does. It does. I always like that he did really well there, yeah. and that it. So yeah, to have him faint, it's like I don't know who else they could have picked to do that. The the fainting thing, and they've they really yeah. make Neville out to be sort of the bumbling, clumsy, right. you know, fool and yeah. whatever. But little side note. Mm-hmm. Um, why a lot of Hufflepuffs are actually good at herbology is because the most interesting plants um, Professor Sprout puts in the uh, Hufflepuff common room. Oh, yeah. really? They, it's full of plants and she probably puts labels on them or puts little so, notes on there. Or maybe she makes a whole project, you know, a fifth grade project. Um, You have to study this plant, make a whole little uh, note for the common room on that and feed it and take care of it or something like that wouldn't that be interesting if each of the houses depending on who was the current head of house Mm -hmm. like snape's the head of potions maybe he has a couple potions that you can try in the common room or that he's brewed that you can kind of study just things that are there around that you're looking at and then maybe some of the items in the gryffindor common room have been uh gone through some sort of transfiguration or something from mcgonagall and then there's extra charms that are applied to things in the ravenclaw common room that you can study because the charms professor so if professor sprout stops teaching yeah and retires retires yeah and you become the new you know, oh, head yeah. of house would your common room now be full of historic portraits and portraits and yes stuff? you better okay. believe it yeah talking suits of armor that would tell you about things uh from from the histories mm-hmm. yeah i think that'd be really really cool to add add those in there and again to pay uh, to pay tribute to mm-hmm. professor sprout i would keep a few hey this has been a tradition Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. We Maybe keep the plants. Traditionally, yeah, this is this is a plant that we've all taken care of over the years. We're going right. to continue to tend it, etc. So yeah, that's so all good and well. But yeah, I think leaving uh, your your own little influence on that common room is a great cool. idea to help your students be a little more prepared or right. interested in your subject area. Yeah, I like that. You know, we need more class projects in in Harry Potter. Yeah, that, that would be cool. Okay, we spend a lot of time actually in herbology, but the main part is probably the Lockhart lesson. Yeah. Uh, before we move there, we meet Colin, and he takes pictures. And it's so cool that he takes his muggle camera to yes. school. What a great idea if you, you know, all of a sudden you learn, I'm a wizard, what? And you have friends at home. I mean, you've lived 11 years of your life in the muggle world. And you were like, your friends were probably like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Can't believe and it. And you he have just to send pictures. So for the so he always says for his dad, because you have to be careful, right? Mm-hmm. He can't breach the secrecy act, right? You gotta be careful. Oh, that's true. You can't. Right? You so can his only, father's yeah. in on the secret. Probably but. if you're direct family you can, but he Oh, that's so sad. I know. He what, has to what, make what up they... a story for his friends where he goes now. All new friends too, right? So uh... like Hermione had class friends that maybe she it makes me think too that possibly someone who was a witch or a wizard who went to Hogwarts maybe didn't have because of their oddness or their mm-hmm. their they didn't fit in. They that is sort of why oh, okay. they okay, yeah, they didn't have a huge social yeah. circle. So it's so it's less mm-hmm. uh strenuous yeah. for them to, to do that wow. or to refrain from passing those secrets on and stuff. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. So that's wild. But we learned that Colin tells us and I never really paid attention to that detail. How to make the pictures move. You have to develop them in a special potion. So instead of just developing them the muggle way, you develop them in a special potion. He says that? So cool. Wow, I did not realize that. Yes. So Mm. I thought it was neat. 
and then starting the Lockhart lesson. Can you give me your best Lockhart imitation, starting page ninety-nine with me? Ninety-nine. <laughs> Go to page ninety-nine, and I think it's like his okay introduction. <laughs> yeah, he just says oh. me. He said, pointing at and winking as well. Gilderoy Lockhart, Order of Merlin, third class, honorary oh, yeah. member that. of Dark Force. Uh, yeah. Honorary part. member of the Dark Force Defense League and five-time winner of which, wow, which weekly's most charming smile award. And then in the movie, he goes like, <laughs> uh, it's like his laugh, yeah. really slimy and gross. Right. Sorry, I just thought like he, you know, he does this huge introduction of himself. And then the first task for the class is a pop quiz about Lockhart himself, of course. Now, how do you think you would have done on that quiz, on that pop quiz, on Lockhart? Uh, I think I would have been, I would have done awesome because. Would you have read all his books before, like Hermione? I don't know if I would have read all of them. I think I just would have, you know, maybe not. Maybe I wouldn't have. I would have <laughs> just thought that he's kind of an interesting guy. Might have known a few things about yeah. him, but. I I guess like a lot of girls probably did really well on his class. Yeah, he's again Witch Weekly's, you know. But I would say I would have thought it was ridiculous how many books we would have most charming smile sorry read. yeah yeah I don't I think I would have stopped after two books and been like this is ridiculous I'm not gonna read all of this before class starts so yeah and um, then we feel like okay he's actually gonna teach a lesson now yeah but what he does is and and this is the interesting part so the pixies he lets them. He lets them fly in the classroom without telling the kids what to do. Now, if you're a teacher, it is one legit method to let the to have the students jump in the cold water and just try, like do a cold try. And I actually did that in my art class. We didn't learn anything yet, but it was like, here you go, find like a landscape. You have to paint it. You yeah. don't know anything yet. Doesn't matter. Just paint it. Right. So that really encourages them to be creative, to figure it out on their own. Okay, what? How could I solve this problem? Right. It's problem solving. Now, you you definitely want to do that with something that doesn't overwhelm them, though. Like uh, maybe a little bit to a point, yeah. but definitely not where the creatures, if they can't control them, they would destroy the whole classroom. Yeah. I but mean, it is a a method you could use if you know how to. Lupin uses it. Because then after, yes, he does. And then after that, you have to like go back, okay, what were your um, methods, your strategies to cope with that problem? And then analyze that. And okay, here is what the book says, or, or here is another way to do it. And then. Yeah. How did Lockhart think you know, this was going to go? That's what I'm thinking that he, it, it, I think it shows you that he is really convinced that he's a great wizard who has accomplished all that. I think he has in his mind yeah. somehow convinced himself that he is awesome and he knows all that stuff. Right. And he just, you know, like he makes up excuses for his own Can I say something? To, yes. What if you found out, and this is to all you Lockhart haters <laughs> out there, what if you found out that his, that his uh, publisher had actually put him through all of this and had the imperious curse on him. <laughs> and he was really just using Lockhart to sell books, to make a profit, to, mm -hmm. right? Because the publisher gets a cut. Yeah. 
and you prop this guy up and he Gosh. really does believe that he's done all these things or or maybe he even did the steal you know who knows maybe yeah. gave him the whole idea of stealing the story who i don't know maybe he's not he's delusional under, yes maybe he's not um under the imperious curse but maybe it's just a mental illness mm. there is and it's that when you see it from that perspective it becomes more serious and sad actually and um I'm going to take this chance to announce that we're down the line, so not in the near future because we have a couple guests coming on um, in January. But sometime next year, beginning of next year, we're going to have an awesome collaboration with a therapist who reached out to us. And we're going to talk about the huge topic of uh, mental health and how does it relate to the books? How do we, you know, now as adults read this book and, and maybe... You know, going through trauma, and clearly Harry has gone through some trauma, but maybe other characters too. And it's it's a huge topic, so we'll definitely talk more about that down the line. But yeah, you know, like when we see Lockhart later on in Order of the Phoenix, I think it's it's kind of sad, and and you kind of want to give him a hug and yeah, you know, it's hope sad. That, yeah, hope the best for him, right? But it doesn't justify that he, you know, all, everything he's done is pretty bad. Yeah, because there's a bu- uh, apparently there's a bunch of authors out there that would be authors or or right. great great wizards who have had their minds obliterated. Yeah, yeah. which is awful. But so, yeah, he's, he's definitely a criminal. Like, he's a criminal. Like, he is, and and like you said, he is delusion delusional. He believes, these and things. he believes. He, he if you makes, lie to yourself yeah. long enough, right? If you can, yeah. if you lie to yourself long enough, you start to believe those lies. Yeah. And that is something that we got to be careful about in our mm-hmm. society as people, etc. Uh, it, it is good to have a reality check. It is good to look inside yourself from time to time and say, am I who I think I am? What, I, what should I yeah. work on, etc. All that stuff. Hard yeah. to do. But I always, I encourage mm-hmm. my students in everything that we do all the time to do that, to be yeah. a self-reflector and, yeah. and stuff. It's tough. He really has some yeah. issues with that. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be able to have a good balance of talking yourself, like, you know, do positive self-talk, but yeah. also look at the things that you can improve where, you know, just reflect, like you said, reflect, yeah. Yeah. but not in a way where you talk down on yourself, No, you know, yeah. but uh, make it more about how can I get better next time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yep. However, Ron and Harry, after this lesson, right away, no, this guy doesn't know what he's, he's a joke. doing. He is a joke. Yep. And a lot of other people know that too by the, by this time. Yes. However, Hermione is a smart girl. How does she not believe it? Is she so infatuated? Yes, she is. <laughs> that she, she says rubbish. You yeah. have read his books. Look at all those amazing things he's done. And we, Ron, his last sentence is, he says he's done. Yeah, true. Okay, now here's the thing. And this is this is where people get deceived is that like in the book, there are factual things. There are mm-hmm. things that how to get rid of um, these pests, household yeah. pests. Yeah. And Molly Weasley is like, don't yeah. care. These are some of the best methods I've ever found right. uh, for doing these things. So mm-hmm. if that is the best and you go use it, well, he stole it from someone else. Yes. Right. And he put his name on it and he said, this is how you do it. But I think if you're Hermione or anyone else, you're saying, no, these things work. Like what he says works. And so if it really is him and he does these things, then this is like working for me. I have proof of that right in front of me. Yeah. And so it's just tough when someone has lied to you and said that that came from them and they've really just plagiarized it. 
Yeah. It'd be like if you're reading a paper from, from some kid and you're like, wow, it's a great essay. Right. This is awesome. It's true. If this is truly their work, well, then they, they know what's going on in this topic. But then you find out they, they didn't write it. They stole yeah. it from somebody else. And that's tough. Yeah. And I'm not sure if Hermione already read about, you know, that there is a such thing as a memory charm. And she just can't imagine that anyone would yeah. make this up or... Yeah, she might have, yeah. right? Yeah, she, yeah. Uh, up until this point, I'm sure they do know something of of memory charms or whatever, but no one would suspect, I guess, that he's going to because he has such a reputation. Yeah, it's so, such a dark, sort of shady thing to do. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So interesting, though. William Shakespeare often people sort of say he stole mm-hmm. some of those plays, yeah. and that it was actually somebody else, or that, that he was a front for somebody else who wanted him because it was uh, during a time where. You know, uh, the, the, whether the theater was operating or not operating depended on who was in power and whether it was right. what what monarch what was uh, going to allow uh, particular plays and pieces to go forward. So you might have just pushed it over on Shakespeare. Maybe it is Shakespeare. Maybe it's somebody else. But, you know, there's all those crazy theories out there about um, the true author of certain certain texts. Yeah, so. which is interesting. That's the, fir- the first time I heard about that theory was when I was in college studying yeah English literature. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I know. But, wild to think about. I mean, it's such a long time ago. Who who can nowadays say whether it was really him or not? You know. Yeah, but anyway, I think so. Yeah, she she is still obsessed with um, Lockhart, <laughs> yeah. and I get it. I get it. The smile, <laughs> the books work. There's good information in those books. <sighs> so yeah, but the more so. practical side of it is, yeah, I think you're. It's it's. Again, even for Hermione, I talk about like self-awareness and understanding like they get it real quick. Ron and Hermione get it. But we are all biased to some degree in, in people who we, who, we, who we like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm biased towards House Hufflepuff and Professor Sprout. True. I like them. Yeah. Right? If you're, if you're in Slytherin, you I are. I actually like uh, Professor Sprout too. Yeah. Right. And I, I mean, I like Flitwick and all mm-hmm. the other professors. But yeah, everyone has their favorites, their things, or things that they gravitate towards. And um, you might be willing to sort of overlook some of the criticism cast oh, at, absolutely, at yes. your favorite book series or your favorite movies or TV shows oh, yeah. <laughs> or whatever, right? So you're reading a book from an author that you like and you're like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. I love this, this, this series. And everyone's sort of like, yeah, the first one was fine. So we get yeah. why you're locked in there but this one's crap mm-hmm. and yeah it's tough so that's what Hermione's going through I think was it tough for you to admit that um you know the the sequels uh-huh. Star Wars were not that great oh that was tough actually mm-hmm. and I think people there's a really weird thing out with the sequels where okay. like if you criticize it people think that you are anti some of the agenda stuff that they put in there the social okay. agenda stuff and i'm not i'm 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 more yeah. just looking for a really good story that actually like the better the story and the more connective uh tissue there is yes and, and the more yes. real the stakes are when you put those those things in they kind of uh end up having more uh weight more value they they yeah. do more for for your cause or whatever so yeah, I, I think and that's actually what Star Wars is all about. It was there from the beginning, really. Yeah. Um, still has its issues from back in the 1970s and what have you, but it's always been a progressive series. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was tough to sort of say, oh, okay, I like this this little bit and this bit I don't like and so on. So, but right. uh, what's nice about Star Wars and what's nice about Harry Potter and what I hope we get more of is whether it's the Fantastic Beasts series or we get something new, I, I do feel like there's a lot of talk from HBO that we're going to get a new 
series. We're gonna we're gonna get a new video game. There's more content yeah. to, to sort of dive into, and that allows you one we can go back and re-experience the book series that we all love, and that yeah. started the whole thing. And then the movies we we love the movies, so we can always go back and re-experience those, which is what we're doing on this podcast. Yes. But then there's more stuff coming, and some of it you're gonna like, and some of it you're not gonna like, and some of it's gonna be different depending on the times that we're in. Right. And depending on what's going on socially or what what, you know, the influences are out there. So it's just good to be aware of all those things, I think. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I was quickly Googling if there's any news on the Harry Potter. If there's, you know, if there's a show coming out or a Wizarding World show, something. But not seeing anything. Yeah. It's going to be a pretty big announcement when it does happen. There's just been some of those like investor meetings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they've sat down and they've talked to J.K. Rowling, and they're they're mentioning uh, moving forward with with certain certain things, certain ideas. So I think one week ago there was just you know there's they sat down like you said they're planning new projects together. With, yep. This is with Warner Bros. Yeah. To expand the franchise in the Wizarding World, here check out everything you need to know about the Harry Potter series. Okay, that's nothing new. Yeah. It's just like confirming they're working on. They're working on so, it. Yay. Yeah, yeah. So yay, they're they're working on stuff, and I think it's I think it's good. And and uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 excited for like I look at what Star Wars has done and know how hard it is whether J.K. Rowling continues on with the projects or gives up a lot of control mm-hmm. to the studio. Either yeah. way, I think a world base that connects back to a really cool, awesome, good story mm-hmm. is, is important. Are you looking at a... Always. Oh, I thought you saw a stink bug. No. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I Anytime just... you look over my shoulder, <laughs> I forget that I hung the vision board up there. And I think you're looking at a stink bug. I'm just dreamily looking at our pictures that we hung up there. So you know, shout out to the stink bugs who just made their their appearance and and See presence felt on this podcast. Yeah. That is wild that they got airtime on the podcast. I, I think it's we're <laughs> done with them this year, right? It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's winter cold. now. I think they're they're gone. They're gone. For a they're bit, gone. So. Yeah, we're good. But anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. So any other thoughts? I think that's pretty much it, right? On the that. Pretty much it. What else is going on? You're just working on college work, getting ready for Christmas. We got some awesome Christmas gifts, and Mr. Kirk's birthday is coming up. Oh yeah, true, true. Getting older. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh boy. So that'll be fun. But um, yeah. So friends, hey, there, there you go. You know what? Birthday's coming up. If you'd like to support us over on Patreon. For my yeah. birthday, I <laughs> <laughs> guilt trip everybody. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we are going to be dropping two extendable ear editions. We're going to record those right after this, and uh, there'll be good things on the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher and then Gilderoy Lockhart's yeah sort of wiki page. Mm-hmm. And um, don't forget to write us a review because then you enter our awesome yeah. giveaway that we mentioned at the beginning of the episode. And I mean, you get the chance to win awesome prizes like. The brand new book, the illustrated version yeah. of Harry Potter and the Order of Phoenix. Right, which I think is really cool. And then the recipe book and then, you know, T-shirt design, whatever it might be. And who knows? We might sneak in some other things with that package that we send you guys yeah. to just because it really does help the podcast. It's a big deal for us. And we want to reward you guys for doing that because yeah. we know it takes time. I know you have to like step aside, okay, log into a phone, do the whole nine yards. So um, it, it is a bit of an effort. But we've just found in all of our research and talking to other podcasters and stuff that it is big. Helps us grow our little podcasting community here. So yeah. just be great. Uh, now, don't forget, friends, we have started the podcast, The Watchfuls, where we are covering Willow currently. If you want to check that yeah. out. Go check it out. We're up through episode three. And that's our show where we really cover TV and film. Yeah. And we're covering anything that's not Harry Potter or not Star Wars. We're covering it there. 
Yes. So it's all encompassing. It's sort of like anything, because you know how the thought comes up, let's start a Last Airbender podcast. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's start, start a Pokemon podcast. Yeah. All the things we would ever want to start, we'll just sort of uh, roll Drop into. Yeah, yeah. A very quick. Or uh, any new movie, minute. the Avatar movie. Yeah. Not the Av- Last Airbender, but, you know, the movie with the blue people. That's coming out. It's in- coming out next week. Yeah. Yep. So by the time you guys listen to this, yeah, you'll, you'll probably... Uh, have uh, gone and seen that maybe or, or be about to. So, yeah, any new movies or even old movies and things like that. And you guys can also vote and send us in messages and say, hey, we want you to cover this or has Lottie seen this movie? The answer oh, yeah. is probably no. So, uh, <laughs> Hey, I haven't even se- seen that Santa Claus classic uh, downstairs. Yeah, we, we started earlier. <laughs> Tim Allen, the Santa Claus, and we're working through the, the series there. She, I was like, oh, she hasn't seen this. So it's kind of funny. But... Uh, all right, friends. Hey, uh, thank you guys for all that support, though, and and for doing all those things. We hope so. We need to see one more individual uh, to get to our first ten for the giveaway, and then yep. we basically will put those usernames in a hat and draw on Instagram and let you say, "Hey, here's here's your prize, etc." We should and buy the actual sorting hat. And I think do that live. On I think we're going to. I guess what we're going to do. So, and then from there, uh, that sort of you know the next ten again. If you were already you're already in there and you want to just do another review it's as easy as like finding a phone um and then choosing a different username or whatever and all you have to really do is just reach out to us and say yep that was my username and if we have more than one person doing that and saying hey that was my username what are they gonna make it take like a screenshot and send it to us and then we're good so yeah we should be fine nobody's gonna do that we got all these honest good you know harry potter folk out here <laughs> it's a good community good community Anyway, all right, uh, we love you guys. Happy holidays, and we hope you guys are doing well. So, friends, with that, that is all for this week. Thank you for tuning in to Shell Cottage Radio 94.7 COZY. We hope you'll join us in the future. We thoroughly enjoy meeting new positive Potter people that don't behave like babbling, bumbling bands of baboons. Wow, that was deep. That was deep. It almost make me choke. Please don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, she was trying to hold the, she were trying to hold the coffin <laughs> until I got through my part. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, uh, yeah, so if you don't want to miss out on the next episode, be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Enter into that giveaway by leaving us a review and follow us on social media at Fleur and Bill. And if you truly, truly enjoy our content, then consider supporting our growing wizarding family on Patreon or Apple Premium. You will find all the links down below. As always, thank you so much to all our current patrons and Apple Premium subscribers. We appreciate you to the moon and back. Next week, we will talk about Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Chapter 7, Mudbloods and Murmurs. Make sure to tune back in next time, and until then, have a great rest of your week. Again, thanks for joining Fleur's Book Club in their little shell cottage today. We know it's not much, but it's home. Gil, Gilderoy, Gil, 
Gilderoy, Gil, Gilderoy, Gil, Gilderoy, Gil, Gilderoy. I can't go that high. I don't even know. Colin Creevy is also a muggle-born, and he brought his muggle-born camera to Hogwarts so that he... Wow, what? Muggle-born camera. Sorry, I mean, <laughs> it's a lot. The muggle-born camera. Woo! <clears throat> Knox. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.